good boy. Who's a good boy? Who's a good boy? The, the, the tail just boy? done to wag, but he's not sure. <laughs> Who's your good boy? Can you hear me? Who's your good boy? No. Boy, hey, good boy, who's your good boy? I put headphones on him. I'm a good He'll boy. Definitely bite me. <laughs> I'm Only I'm boy. hearing this. I'm like, am I? Am I a good boy? <laughs> Finally. Oh, moving la vida loca. What's up, Phil? <laughs> moving, moving. What's up? What is up? And up. It's been a while. It's been a hot minute. We still have a podcast, apparently. <laughs> we do. We do. Yeah. I don't know if anyone cared that we were gone for like four weeks, five weeks. I don't know. It wasn't meant to be that long, but it just kind of happened that way. Yeah. Um, I hope so. I hope so. I get enough, I get enough people coming in. I had someone uh, during the movie, not like while we were shooting, but like one of my shifts during it, someone, I was serving a customer and they stopped me halfway through and they're like, I'm so sorry. I recognize your voice. Are you on the podcast? <laughs> and I was like, yes, yes, I am. Thank you. Um, I think that was just a fever dream. Like, cause no, she said, she said it was great. She, she, she referenced the specific, she said, she'd like, she's like, I've listened to like hours of your voice. Basically. <laughs> and I was like, Oh, that's really nice. Yeah. She said a specific arc. It wasn't the last person was Anderson versus Anderson, but no, it's nice. Usually people are like, I guess like the OSW thing, right? Like, oh, I really like that. Like, oh, I love their yeah. loop, their Lex Express stuff. You know, I bet people like that with us. They're like, yeah. oh man, I love the lockdown stuff. Or I love the Die Hard episodes. <laughs> or, yeah. you know, I love the Anderson versus Anderson arc. Yeah. I only see this stuff online and that's like sporadic sometimes, especially if we're like not doing anything for weeks and weeks and weeks. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you're going to come... <laughs> If you're gonna, you know, be showing your face more, Show finally you get, you can get some of this attention. Yeah, that I've been oh so craving and seldom receiving because of the nature of what we're talking about on this episode today. Um, I feel like moving movies. I need to save it <laughs> for like when we talk about your movie. Um, movie. Uh, but there was a funny story, and it's 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 equ- it's just so depressing. Um, I can't wait. If I actually like think about it talking about like people recognizing you not me <laughs> from the podcast um so yeah we'll save that for that but welcome to the pod charles cinecast presented by the prince charles cinema and the breadcrumbs collective this is your host oh my god it feels so weird to do this it's been so long jonathan foster go. and i am here with my Director boy, Phil. How's it going, Official Phil? It's been oh, ages. I am exhausted <laughs> for so many reasons. Me too, actually. But you yeah, have one excuses. One went out last night. Went to see Ryan play. Oh yeah, like, Bender. Okay. Yeah, bit hungover. All good. But also, yeah, I've been up every night for essentially a month. Yeah. So. Very tired. Why, why were you up for a month? Um, you know, sometimes you just want to push your body yeah. and see how far, you know, like David Blaine, you know, just want to, yeah. I want to see the limits <laughs> of my own, how far my will can take me. No, I was finally, this thing we've been talking about for, I don't know how long, I don't know when I finally like mentioned it. I mean, you you interviewed me on the on the on the email on the newsletter. Um, I fundraised. I talked about it a lot when we were doing that. 
It's been almost a year that I've been talking about it. Yeah. And then I took a long break to actually film. I was directing, I was out shooting the regulars. Oh, uh, just making a movie. Oh, <laughs> uh, just making a movie, just doing a thing. Yeah. We shot the regulars um, three weeks of night shoot, 15 overnight shoots in a row with mm-hmm. weekends off. So Monday to Tuesday, midnight to fucking 7 a.m. Every night, five times in a row, two days off, five times, two days off, five times. Three weeks of that. Brutal. Um, and so that's what I've been doing. That's what yeah. where I've been. Plus, I was working <laughs> shift, regular shift during that. And then obviously, like, trying to fucking make a movie on top of it and all the stress that comes with it, trying to organize people and days and shots and squeeze a huge amount of scenes into a very limited time. But yeah, it was an experience. Mm. It was a happening. It was a happening. Yeah. <laughs> was, you know, the whole place went bananas. <laughs> but yeah, how about you? Man. <laughs> how have you been the last few weeks? You also had a big life change. Yeah, very, 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 uh, probably not as knackered as you because like I haven't like had to stay up all night except for two nights. Um yeah. Amongst amongst all that. Uh, we'll, we'll get to that. Uh, we'll get to it. Um, but yeah, it was uh yeah, I I moved house and it was a very big move where I moved across the entire country. No, I moved uh across <laughs> I'm in front, guys. I, I, I can see from my window here in my uh, new little office, I can see Crystal Palace, the uh oh. pylon, which makes no sense because of where I'm at, like what I'm looking at. And it just feels like I shouldn't be able to see it, but I can. And like, it looks like France. So maybe it is Paris. I don't fucking know. <laughs> are you saying you see London? Are you saying you say France? You see France? I'm saying I see your underpants. <laughs> ah, it doesn't work yeah. with the accent. Yeah. <laughs> with my accent. Underpants. I see your underpants. I see your pants. I see your underpants. I see your pants. Yeah, no, I moved across the entire city. So I was in mm. southeast and now I live in northwest London where you were no longer a southeast boy. Where you where were, I was. were. And then you fucking all up and moved on <laughs> covertly, secretly amongst secretly, filming your fucking the movie. Good God. Right? Yeah. Right before the film, I also moved. Yeah. Because crazy. we thought that was a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't realize how long moving takes. And yeah. I mean, you see, it's not just like, oh, it's a couple of days. It's, it's weeks either side of it that yeah. you need to get ready and to adjust and to deal with any shit that, All like, the, the fucking landlord, around. like, not fucking, you know, uh, letting you in on. You know, yeah. it's like, you move in yeah, yeah. and it's like, oh, the lights don't work. Oh, there's no fucking hot water. Oh, I can't <laughs> fucking sleep. Yeah. You know, there's just a hundred things to do, painting, unpacking. Yeah. it was. I know it. It was a pretty big move for us because, like, mm. it was a uh, like I don't know. I I'm not gonna try to act like I'm Mr. Moneybags over here. I don't like, but Julia and I bought a house, but it's like 25 percent of a house. So don't mm. like at me about like how I'm like some fucking rich asshole or something. Um, you sold out. It took you a long, <laughs> it took a long time over here. to even come up with a deposit for this bullshit. It's only and being accepted, 25%. yeah. Um, but yeah, <laughs> but yeah, and it's also been a long had, to, time. had to move out of southeast where it was originally our preference uh, because it was too expensive, and um, we're in northwest London now, 
where it is more convenient for Julia for work. Mm. She can literally get to work in 20 minutes now, which is great because she used to like take like an hour and a half. So, um, mm. so yeah, it's much better. She's not wasting three hours of her day traveling to and from work. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, yeah, like for me, I, I'm going in like one day a week if I can, if I can, if I feel like it, which is cool. So like you referenced, I'll be like, around a little bit more maybe you might see my face you uh creeps out there who want to see me but yeah it's it's been it's been crazy because there's painting painting walls Um, yeah and i can see it i get to see the flag looks great i get to see the painted wall to be honest the worst thing was building furniture i built almost everything that we bought uh myself because Julia, unfortunately, having to like be at work or she was at um, she would like have to go off and do something like, you know, the day we moved in, we had like two or three flat pack furniture things that we bought that I had to build because she had to go get the cat. (laughs) So like I'm sitting there like fucking screw driving these like horrible like uh, chest of drawers together and my hands like fucking ached for days and days after and like all my cuticles plastered and splintered yeah it's just horrible (laughs) like they're only starting to look normal again like my hands were just so messed up and then also like uh putting up uh like i was telling you about putting up a blind no sorry we couldn't put up a blind uh because our windows are fucking stupid that's a thing you know (laughs) like you were talking about you find out these things we were like oh we want roller blinds but like our windows are so fucking awkward like the space to put put you can see it from here you can see the shape of that like if you try to put a roller blind there and you open up the window it, it won't work so it's like (laughs) <laughs> fucking stupid so Fuck. yeah we we had to put like these curtains in and i'm i don't know how to use power tools um <laughs> i've so, learned this about myself <laughs> so i like we we borrowed a, a drill from like julia's uh like i don't know the mother of her like this girl that she sees like this really nice family or whatever that she goes and works and supports and stuff and she's in there like terrified like holding this thing just like oh god and like you know just drilling a hole in the wall to like put these fucking curtain rails up and like i just put like a the the rail that we bought like had these wall plugs so you know you drill a hole sure, in, sure. pop your wall plug in and then you, and just then you put the screw in yeah. put the screw in yeah they gave us the cheapest little wall plug yeah, like it was that. so horrible that like when i put the wall plug into the hole it just like and I tried to screw in the screw, it just like sunk in too far. And then what I what kind thought, of wall do you have? The pl- what the plasterboard or yeah, it's sort like of like a hard wall, like a drywall. Okay. Yeah, well, I mean, it might be like sort of. I don't know. I don't know walls. What? How thick is wall? I don't know anything about walls. <laughs> well, like plasterboard, yeah. you could go right through and you could hit the other edge, and then you need to get like a splitter weird plug that like opens at the end. Yeah. Or if you have like a cement like hard wall, you need to yeah. do one of those like heavy duty plugs. Yeah, I mean, it was. I don't know. It's not like now I'm an expert. It's kind of in the middle. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't it's not load bearing. Yeah. Um, but anyway, like I, I, I put this fucking plug in and this, like, I don't know, it just broke or whatever. This thing was just yeah, so cheap yeah. that um, it went through and I thought I drilled like the hole too big and I was freaking out and we were looking at it just like terrified. So I like, I got some, um, I got some toothpicks and I just like popped them in around it broke off the edges, so I sunk the you know the plug in, and it was held oh. by the toothpicks. And then I was able Dude. to screw in, <laughs> and that worked. But then I also really? found um, there was 
a pack of screws and wall plugs that we had from years ago that somehow made it its way from two or three flats to this house. Somehow. I think that stay in your toolbox, not like your bag, your like miscellaneous yeah. drawer. Yeah, you're like, where did this come from? This. <laughs> yeah. And they you were heavy, heavy <laughs> duty wall, like Those wall are the plugs. ones you need. And I like popped them in and it worked perfectly. And I was like, oh, so the hole was right. It was just like, they gave a shit wall plugs. Yeah. No more toothpicks for this guy. <laughs> but like, you know, we put up this fucking curtain and then like, I was able to like sleep finally for the oh, first time. Like, yeah, you think the sunlight would literally keeping you yeah, up. Yeah, it was like four, four or five in the morning the sun hits it's just like what the fuck is going on oh yeah fucking britain <laughs> fucking britain yeah. fucking britain. you're like a vampire like yeah. writhing fucking like burning island you're like, like peter and what we do in the shadows <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah so oh, yeah i've i um i don't know i'm getting into the whole diy thing like you know painting walls and building shit and i, I have no idea what i'm doing it's, it's terrifying dude i'm with you i mean we moved in and we had the place we're in now was unfurnished. Um, so we came in with fucking a bed, chest of drawers, and a wardrobe. And so the first two or three days was like the house was like full of boxes. And I have to make all, we have to, me and Dusty have to make all this furniture. And it's so time consuming. And it's like two or three days to like get everything done. I'm good at that. I'm good at following instruction and like being organized with that. And yeah. I feel like it's annoying because especially like we had like two or three in a row and they're really backbreaking. My yeah. arm was like killing me from the fucking screwing I was doing. Plus we replaced our bed. The first bed wasn't right. So like we made it and then we have to break it down <laughs> and then get another one and make that one. And it was just it's like, <laughs> but we did it. But like I was saying to you, you know, we got a newer flat and it's slightly smaller than the, flat we were in before so we really planned out the storage and like how we were going to use the space and we planned to put floating shelves around the um the flat to hold up our fucking books and like knickknacks fucking pictures and so i also you know had to learn how to use a drill i don't know how to use it, but you know i'm a man and shit i can yeah. figure it out i had yeah, to yeah. borrow one from my dad and Dusty's dad gave me a bunch of like really strong plugs and screw, like really long screws and drill bits and stuff. And then I get to above my camera, I measure it out and I draw the pencil things and I got the spirit level and I'm like, this should be good. And I'm like, just standing there shaking and I'm like, okay, I start drilling and it's like, it's not going in. And it's like, I'm not, I've got it on the wrong setting. Yeah, and yeah, then, yeah. And then I twist it and it just goes right fucking through. <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> you yeah, just go it, through like just, three neighbors' fucking doo-doo, walls doo-doo, as doo-doo. well. Like, oh! <laughs> <laughs> My hand just in the wall. <laughs> but that, that's what I was saying. We had plasterboard and it was like much weaker than we thought. Yeah. Even with the strong plug. And we put the shelves on and we put like a few books on it and it was like... Yeah. Like it was about to fall. It was like barely held on. So like... We couldn't do it, but now there were fucking holes all over the yeah, room. Yeah. Like we had to get polyfiller and paint and scrape it and like re-patch the walls we had just fucked up. So, you know, didn't really need to use it in the end. So <laughs> don't trust me with power tool, but yeah. I did manage to drill a hole. So I feel like I'm getting there slowly, maturely. I think I can only deal with shit that like require that you can fix with like super glue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, I'm fucking, can, I'll mash it. Yeah. Or if like, oh, the lock in blue, just fucking tighten that shit right up. Easy. I'm, I'm more of like, at that. you know, you need to Photoshop like, you know, your girlfriend out of your photo or your boyfriend's arm around you, off your neck or something, replace it with something or, you know, I, you I, I, can, I could do that, you know. No, that's just the shit you see on like, it's just a job. On, on Twitter. <laughs> you know, you see those things yeah. like, hey, replace my boyfriend. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't like this picture with my boy. Fuck, I broke up with him. Get rid of Put it. me on the beach. Yeah. 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 So, um, yeah, I can do that stuff. I, this fucking That's DIY cool. stuff is weird. Like what's going now on? add curtain to the lift. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Installed curtains. Um, yeah, I, I, I was kind of terrified doing the curtains. Um, cause it was just like, yeah, I don't fucking know. I don't, I was never taught <laughs> you did this it, though. My dad was yeah, like, nobody my teaches dad you. Like, didn't teach me this shit. It's fucking too no, busy. No, we didn't learn in school. Drowning himself in alcohol. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Got so, dark yeah. really quick. <laughs> it's been too I long, man. I haven't, I haven't said anything like, you know, totally depressing in a while. So, mm. yeah. It's why I didn't know how to ride a bike until about a year ago. Justin <laughs> told me. Bike. My parents never did. Why? I don't know. Maybe they're busy drinking. I don't know. Well, I was always too too busy using water wings when I was swimming and never learned how to, like, you know, not hold the side of the pool. <laughs> I, that's me too. Oh, man. Are we just man children? <laughs> We're the same. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can't swim. Can't use a trill. I just hate How that, How am I though. living? I can't drive. Yeah, I hate that sort of stuff, though, though because, like, when you're, like, you're just trying to, um, you know, I don't know. I like movies and, like, obviously, you guys are listening to this, like, us talk shit about moving and DIY stuff. And you're, like, listening to a movie. You're loving it. You're like, like, yeah. What the fuck is this about? <laughs> Like newsflash, ladies and gentlemen, this isn't a film episode. Um, we're just like catching up here. But like, yeah, I like movies. I like doing music and like all this stupid shit. Like, you know, I can if if you have a fucking corporate office and like, you know, you need some asshole to come like you think is an IT guy, but he just knows how to turn a TV on or connect like a computer to like, you know, a network system or something um you know like i don't know you can do that you know, i could do that i don't know networking but i could like you know i could turn your wi-fi on for you um which is half of probably what most it people are doing in these jobs anyway but yeah these guys they come to your house these handymen these fixes not all of them i've had a few guys that are really cool that come in they're like you know just really cool just normal people but like mm. half of these guys that come in for these like fix it jobs or, or they work for British gas and they're supposed to check your boiler or something. Mm-hmm. And they ask you a question and you don't really know. And then they look at you like you're all fucking stupid. Like I'm just like, dude, yeah, I feel, why are you making me feel like less of a fucking man? Oh, yeah. I'm not a man. Cause I don't know. This, how is, literally, the works. <laughs> this is literally your job. Dude. Yeah. You know all about pipes yeah. and shit. That's why I asked you. Yeah. It's not fucking immaculate to like ask for help when I don't, I don't know everything. I'm not good yeah. at everything. And usually they fuck it up anyway. Yeah, true, true. Cowboys. Um, <laughs> I, the last fight I was in, I, I there was a guy, there was a, a knock on the door or, or doorbell rang, I don't know, whatever. And uh, I go down to f- check it and I'm doing work and stuff. And uh, this guy's like, oh, I'm from British Gosh. I'm here to check your, your boiler, blah, 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 do a routine check. And I was like, all right, cool. I had no idea about this, but um, sure, mm. that happens sometimes. And sometimes your landlord doesn't tell you that, you know, someone's coming. It's happening. So I was like, whatever. Like, you know, what's he going to do? Try to steal a teacup? Like, you know, I can stop <laughs> him. 
So I let yeah. him in, and he was just like, him. "Can you tell me where your where's your meat is? Where's your meat is at? Can you check your your heat meter?" And he's just like, you know, I'd show him like there's like two meters, and I'm like, Dude, I sure. don't know which one is which because I just moved into this place. I don't really care. I kind mm. of said that to him, like I don't know which yeah, one is yeah. which. I don't care. Um, he's like. But it's this one. It's clearly this one. And he was just getting all arsy with me and stuff. And then he was just like, you like know, doing his stuff and checking the boiler and all this. And then um, and then I was like, I went back to do some work. And I was like, all right, cool. I'm going to go in here. I go, I'm doing work. You know, if you need something, just let me know. And then he was like, five seconds later, he's like, oh, mate, can you, can you confirm your, your address for me? And I'm like, uh, yeah. And I told him the address. And he was just like, He's in the wrong place. It's 69. And I was just like, uh, this is 67. So thanks for wasting yeah. my time. And I just get the fuck I, out of my house. I felt so good about it though. Cause when he left, I was just like, yeah, fuck this dude. He's trying to make me feel like less of a man. Cause I don't know where a fucking meter is. Like, fuck you. <laughs> you should have been like, he's like, what's your postcode? And you'd be like, it's clearly this. <laughs> we don't have, um, uh, our flat now. We don't have hot water. Oh shit! <laughs> Damn. We, we could take we could take a shower because it's like a separate got its own oh, it's boiler, like electric. the electric. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are thick. Um, but yeah, initially we we just didn't have hot water in the kitchen. Um, I was like, fuck, I can't wash dishes in the fucking bowl lake. Um, and then a guy came around and he had a look and he's like, oh, there's something wrong with this. I'm gonna try this. He did that. He like changed the valve. And he's like, yeah, that's not doing it. Sorry, I'm going to have to go back and we're going to just have to replace the whole thing. And we're like, okay. And he leaves. Now there's like no hot water in the bathroom either. So it's just fucking <laughs> cold. I'm like, how did you make it worse, dude? <laughs> like you've just, you've cut it. You cut all the hot water off. And I have to boil the kettle every time I like need to wash dishes and shit. Yeah. And it's just, that's what I mean. Like, and I'm something to try and help. And like this kind of segue, uh, this will segue into my next bit. We're living in Soho yeah. right now. So. Last night in Soho. <laughs> Still haven't seen it. Not going to see it. Um, uh. But we live like sort of just off the main bit. A few like in a what should be a quiet alley, but it's fucking noisy on the weekend. And it's, you're getting fucking drunk and people fighting outside our door at like three, four in the morning. So we've been trying to you know come up with solutions and one was yeah, i'm telling you about getting secondary glazing on the windows and that guy who came around was like really nice mm-hmm. like he measured it and he was like being quite encouraging about oh maybe we'll go you know the landlord will go for it and like you know it's loud here and i did it next door so sometimes it can be helpful but still i would rather learn how to work a drill myself. Yeah. yeah <laughs> it's where I'm going yeah. with this. <laughs> it, you know, and it's like, it's weird to me that like I'm 28. Yes. I'm 28. If you could believe it, I'm 28 years old. Um, and I've made a movie before I've like learned to drive <laughs> and like, you, you know what I mean? Like learn really basic life yeah. skills. That's like, you can see where my fucking priorities yeah, are. That's great. Yeah. No, I mean, um, we should just get into it. But before we get into like, you know, we're about to, I guess, like close up this episode talking um, about, you know, something that people probably care a little bit more about than us doing DIY is uh, you making a movie, which is what we wanted to talk about, because that's largely like what you've spent. I'm so your happy last... we talked about half an hour <laughs> of DIY instead. <laughs> 
That makes me so happy. That's a that's largely like you know what you've been up to and why we've had sure. such a long break. But before we do that, let's get into a, like you know just make people feel a little bit comfortable again. Get, get well, back back where we're back back to business, guys. A little bit of snack time. The changes have come in both the good and the bad. But the one thing that's constant is a snack time. It's hat, hat, hat. It's snack time. The one thing that's constant is a snack time. It's hat, hat, hat. It's snack time. It's snack time. Going to the refrigerator. <laughs> Can you hear me? Just right there. <laughs> Just okay. I can't hear you though, because the headphones are plugged in. You have to keep this on the recording. <laughs> All right. I'm back. I'm back from the refrigerator. I feel like I need to do a new snack time uh, song. So I hope you enjoyed a new snack time song that just played <laughs> maybe yeah, I've, I've, I haven't, like I've totally made yeah <laughs> uh, it's been a while so um been a while Phil I've I've uh, just moved house right so I've just said that mm. one of the things that kind of happened when I moved house was um there was a box left from the housing provider or whatever um that was like a, a welcome home pack and they had all this bullshit and all these like snacks and there was like an umbrella and all this bullshit. Like, and one thing that they had was these like, uh, these pack and this is the first time I've had them. These artisan coffees, uh, from the artisan coffee company. Um, okay. and I guess it's like a, a maybe it could be like a, sus- a subscription thing or something. I have no idea. Sure. Uh, but they, they, uh, gave me a big pack of all these and, um, I, this is the first time I'm trying one and they all came with like chocolates that you can uh, have with it. So I've been sipping oh, on nice. coffee since we've been talking and it's the greatest fucking name for because they each have different names. <laughs> Julia just fucking scared the shit out of me. <laughs> She's like That's out funny. on the you balcony. Like, oh. <laughs> um, so yeah, they're, they're, they all have like different names, which is funny. And um, they have uh, a chocolate that goes with it. And they're like color coded, as you can see. This is brown, and this one's mm. called the Big Shot, <laughs> as it is. <laughs> no! I am assuming the Bob Holly of, of coffee. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's the Big uh, that's Shot. That's funny. The Hardcore Holly. Yeah, it's the Hardcore Holly. It is an eight intensity, and it is fucking strong. I'm sitting here. Cool. I've had like a whole like a whole cafeteria of it since we've been talking. Um. So yeah, just you're gonna have to use the bathroom in T minus five. But yeah, um, <laughs> oh shit! Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll try one of these little. Uh, what chocolates. is it like? Coffee bean? Is it coffee chocolate or just chocolate? Um, so this is a marble dark and white chocolate. So I guess there's just like different little chocolates alongside of each of these, and they're all like different flavors and stuff. Oh, okay. Uh, to, That's cool. To complement that, the chocolate. The chocolate. So you just get like That's a thick. A little uh, with the pattern on it. A cool pattern, yeah. Dude, it looks like a commemorative coin. Yeah, it does. It is like a Choco coin. Uh, so yeah, let's see how it pairs. <laughs> oh. 
I mean, it tastes like chocolate. Chocolate. <laughs> to be honest. Not particularly good, not particularly bad. Yeah. It's actually kind of middle of the road. Um, they gave us like these uh, truffle things that like we've cleaned house on. Those were fucking great. I would have had those on the podcast if I hadn't been such a fatty and we ate them all so quick. But yeah, they were really good. These like really creamy truffles that tasted like basically like fucking pudding. You eat it. And it's just like, I know that's confusing because uh, you guys are fucking stupid here in the UK calling everything that's uh, dessert pudding. pudding but, pudding. you know, I know when we did Punch Drunk and <laughs> Dude Red My Car, it's very, hard, yeah. it's very hard to find something that was just pudding. Yeah. It wasn't like cake or yogurt. <laughs> <laughs> that's a fine line, Britain. Yeah. But those truffles so how tasted many... like you were just eating a fucking jar pudding. of pudding, like a little. Uh, yeah. I'm there. Good. How many wall plugs do you give it? <laughs> How many wall plugs? <laughs> oh man, it's got to be um, like three wall plugs, you know, to put up your, you know, each each bracket your of, your, of your rail. Um, mm. But they're the shitty wall plugs, you know. So, oh, man, so that shit's gonna fall off. To it's gonna work. fall off. Yeah, you know. It's so it's off. it's like it's it's passable, but it's like man, it's you know, there's better, there's better wall plugs That's out cool. there. <laughs> Would you bring? So, oh, shut up, John. <laughs> so I also moved, mm-hmm. and our local shop is now a co-op, Ooh. which I'm very much enjoying. Got up a co-op card, but co-op do this thing. Dusty discovered it, and then she shown me the light. I've had these many times, and I've only discovered them like a few weeks ago. I love these snack. It's a literal snack. It's a snack on it. It is the combination of two things. It is not just a brown. Ooh. Not just a cookie. Oh. It is a brookie bar. A brookie. Oh, I've had one of those before. Yeah, from co-op. Yeah. These are are fucking god-tier snacks. Yeah. They're amazing. And they're best refrigerated. Mm -hmm. And it has been. And it's just... Just the best of all possible worlds. <laughs> it's so good. I'm so happy I have one right now. <laughs> nice. This got me through the film. <laughs> the <laughs> promise of the next brookie, yeah. you know? <laughs> My God. Yeah. Those are really good because you have that, I don't know, cookie. It's a the good fudge cookie. on it's the bottom. Nice, yeah, it's a nice. And like, a nice cookie on top. A nice, like, you know, chewy cookie with mm. a nice brownie mix underneath. It's really good. I used to get those I if I them. got, like, a meal deal at co-op. You know, I got meal deal earlier today. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. Um, yeah. Fifth in the five, whatever the... Yeah. How many... Uh, score, the benchmark in. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I could just be lazy and say wall plugs as well. They're the, How good, many the good paint cans. How many paint cans? Yeah. I don't even want Five, to talk about paint. I accidentally. Don't even get me started I, on the paint. You see Part this wall two. here. Julia and I, like we, we were. Um, How many layers is that, bro? Well, that's the thing. This is the thing. So these, these walls, we did feature walls. So it's just one, one wall. Um, and we went and got some deluxe paint from B&Q for this wall and the, the living room. And they were these, um, one like we found this thing it was like one coat like you know one coat like mm. four feature walls and uh we got roped in and this wall like somehow <laughs> kind of came off okay 
and it looked fine and it worked mm-hmm. okay. But the wall, like in the living room, man, it had these like weird marks on it and we just couldn't figure it out. It was really horrible. And uh, again, another thing I had to like look up how to fucking paint a wall correctly because apparently we were doing something wrong. (laughs) And then like I went and got like a regular paint because I put like a regular paint on our bedroom and that looked great. And it just painted on really nicely. But this stuff was just like thicker and weirder. And it was just like didn't go off the you know roller right. Everything about Mm. it was fucked up. So I went and uh, got this um, like regular paint for the living room. And it's a green color. And in my head, when we were moving for months and months, I was just thinking like, oh, I want to put like a fucking like emeraldy green color on our living room wall. And it'll go nicely. Emerald with this, fusion. Yeah, this new sofa we got. It's gonna, and we had the sofa in mind for months and stuff anyway before we moved in and even bought it. But it was like a green, a green sofa. And this whole thing was supposed to be this nice fucking easy process and... I had in my head this emerald glade, emerald glade, emerald glade. That was the color. And then we went to buy the paint and we get this feature wall stuff. And we, for whatever reason, changed to this color called evergreen forest. And then I went back to go get a actual pot of the fucking regular paint, regular wall paint, not this bullshit feature wall stuff. And I had emerald glade stuck in my head and I got the wrong color. (laughs) God damn it. And we didn't even notice until we were putting it on. It's like, oh, sure, it's coming off a lot like lighter than uh, the other stuff. But it is <laughs> oh, a different no. paint. And then I looked at it. I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> so we have a slightly uh, lighter color wall than we originally intended. Um, son of a bitch. And I didn't feel like fixing it because it was like, it looks good, whatever. But <laughs> you got to be there a while, man. Give it yeah. some time before yeah. you repaint. It was give it a year and be like, yeah, you know what? Let's go back to that, that darker color. Yeah, yeah, dude, that was that, you know some, some fucking bullshit. It was really funny though. <laughs> I was embarrassed. I didn't. I'm surprised I'm telling on the podcast because at the time I was so embarrassed by it. Like I was just, I you could, know, when you just it, do something. I would so be so stupid. You're like, oh, I'd be so mad at myself. Yeah. Like I only have a sense of humor about this thing in hindsight. <laughs> yeah. In the moment, I would totally be pissed. Yeah. Like, so fucking stupid. stupid. Now I gotta go yeah. back and get more fucking paint. I'm already spending so much money. This fucking oh, yeah. paint costs like paint. so God much money. I don't even want to paint these walls. <laughs> <laughs> fucking, I should have got a professional. Like uh, <laughs> me putting up a fucking curtain rail and drilling the hole too big because the wall plug sucks. <laughs> fucking should have got a professional. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh phil okay so um yeah you made a movie dude let's talk about your movie a little bit how yeah, right. was it <laughs> is what it good drew you to the project yeah. <laughs> what's your favorite book <laughs> what's your favorite book <laughs> tune in <laughs> this friday in the prince charles cinema <laughs> you could cut that out doesn't make anything the movie um, it went surprisingly well. Yeah. Um, and I kept thinking that during the show, I said it like maybe the, during the halfway through the last week and Dusty was like, shut up. Don't, don't say anything. <laughs> like literally anything can still happen. Okay. Let's get the obvious out of the way. Sleep deprivation. Mm. It's very difficult. I underestimated how much of a toll that would take on my body how much it would change me, <laughs> like my personality, like how much um, I would just 
all over the place. I feel like I wasn't just, I just wasn't conscious for like any time I wasn't on set, I like wasn't there. I couldn't listen to people and I couldn't, I was just so dealing with other things. I had so much on my mind. I had like literally a thousand things to think about all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I underestimated how much physically that it would hurt just like, and we were being fucked around. Like we moved in to the new flat, literally three or four days before we were meant to start shooting and surprised they had work to do that they couldn't do while the flat was empty before we moved in. There was like a major leak under our kitchen that needed to be fixed. You know, the fucking floor could give way. You can't be living there. So it's like, okay, well, we have nowhere to stay. We can't, we, you can't be during, doing work during the day because we, work night now we're shooting a fucking movie overnight we need to sleep during the day we can't have fucking building in for a week we'll die we'll literally die um so they had to put us up in a hotel we ended up in this hotel in piccadilly circus the nedwell Mm. initially i liked the idea but it really tripped me out it's like really minimalist you go in there's like no tv there's no windows it's just a fucking square Oh, is it like the uh, like National Lampoon's European Vacation when they like go to London and they're just in this like fucking box? <laughs> yeah, really? Yeah. <laughs> no, it, it it was like those pods you get in Japan, mm. but bigger. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that was nice. Like you turn off the light and it's blackout. Yeah. Dark, and you can't see anything, and your eyes have nothing to adjust to. So it's like being in a deprivation tank, and like you know. That should have helped me get sleep, but it, it didn't. It just made me like really anxious. Yeah, yeah. Because it was scary so dark. It was it's so, so quiet. Yeah, it's weird. And there's no daylight. It was yeah. so strange. And it got so hot in there because there's no fucking windows. You know, like it's so strange. And it's like there's like a thousand rooms in this like little hotel that's like behind the Trocadero building. Yeah. So we were like, you know, on like a, a middle floor. So, but like, it felt like you're in the middle of a giant puzzle piece. Like it felt like you're in the middle of a giant Rubik's cube. Like you are in one room of many, 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 many rooms that look all identical. All the hallways look exactly the same. (laughs) So it's just a weird fever dream that first week of shooting coming, you know, back and forth to the hotel. But after the first week we were back in our place, but living in Soho, it's loud. Obviously, sleeping during the day was difficult. Yeah, uh, we're adjusting now, but that was the honestly the most difficult bit was just the physical endurance of it. I think like that made everything difficult, especially me. I was in it, especially me and Dusty. We were like we were there every day. You know, I'm directing it, she's producing it, but we were starring in the movie. And for me, I'm in most scenes. I think I had one day where I wasn't acting as well as directing as well as, you know, I wrote the shit as well as, you know, we had a very small crew and mm-hmm. some days we had help and some days, you know, I was also essentially ADing it and supervising it or Dusty was taking over. We were wearing a lot of hats, there was so much to do, but we had fucking great people like yeah. me and Dusty and like Ben and Eloise, the camera team, uh, another Ben who was AD for some days. And Sam, our sound guy, they were all just amazing and on it. And just obviously just as tired as we were, but like never let them affect, never let that affect their work. And like we had this weird thing in in every week where like the first days 
were really hard. And then you get over the hump and you peak in the middle of the week, like Wednesday or Thursday, you'd be killing it. And then Friday, because you know it's the last day, you'd come right back down. So it's (laughs) like it was constantly trying to manage energy. Yeah. And, you know, try and keep people comfortable and happy. I mean, I just try and like, I'm not much of a director, right? Like this is my first thing. I was trying to keep a really laid back step. I wanted it to feel almost like a shift of the Prince Charles where like, yeah, we're making a movie and I want it to be professional and good as possible. But like, we're all just hanging out, having fun. We're making a weird, dumb movie. And we had that moment when you were on, like the first week, especially with, with it was the easiest week because all the days we were doing like five, six pages, yeah. which is what you're supposed, it's about the normal amount. And then the second and third week, we jumped to like eight pages, <laughs> pages. I think the most we did was like 12 pages yeah. in like seven hours, which is not good. It, that's, not, that's not how you're supposed to do it because that's literally not enough time. Um, but then you, got a lot, you get a lot of happy accidents like that. Like, like I'm very happy with how much of the footage turned out. A lot of it turned out exactly how I imagined, like how I wrote it in my head because I've had the shots in my head for like a year and I've yeah. drawn them out. And like the only time we've had to compromise is literally because the print shot cinema is too small. You know, so it's like <laughs> you can't get this shot because we can't, literally can't put the camera here yeah. or we can't go this wide because, you know, these things are in the way. So stuff like that. But because of that, or like you now you're running out of time you can't get all the coverage you need for this scene. So you're going to have to play it in one or two. Um, but those turn into happy accidents where I think most, most times that happen, the scenes are better for it. Mm. And I already was trying to do that anyway. Like, because again, Jim Jarmusch, Stranger in the Paradise was a big thing and a lot of, was a big influence and a lot of, those scenes are like, set up the camera, shit happened in front of it, cut, next scene. Yeah. Like most scenes are one shot. And I really like that. And I tried to do that as many times as I could in the film. And sometimes I was forced to do it. But it still worked because I was already doing it on purpose elsewhere so it fit. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, it's strange. Like the things I thought would be easy some, sometimes were really difficult either because you know, it was just a long scene or like we would get the giggles because we were shooting at fucking five in the morning, like two times, like two big giggle bits where we had to take breaks and it was two different days, two separate scenes, but it was me and Dusty had been both been caught by the same joke both times where she had a scene with uh, Jaden and Chloe, shout out Jaden and Chloe who work at the cinema, or Jane used to, yeah. but they have a scene where they play like an annoying couple. And they do a joke where at the end, you know, um, they've been really annoying with their order and, you know, really wasting dusty time. And then she's like, she gives them a ticket. She's like, that's, you know, downstairs. And he's like, oh, cool. Which way is that? And just that. And he looks around and he can clearly see the fucking staircase. <laughs> and he said it. And that just broke him, right? Like, and then I had a scene with John, shout out John, another John. Yeah. From There's three different Johns in this cast. Um, who had the same thing where he's like, uh, which, where am I going? Downstairs. Which way is that? Downstairs. I just couldn't get through the line, man. And like both times, it was just like two, three takes just gone because we were laughing. And like, I work, I work quite quick. I usually, most scenes, two, three takes, max. Only, like, I kind of know what I want. This is, I think, where my, maybe my skills lie. I'm not good at directing, I don't think, but I'm good at 
maybe picking people. Yeah. And I know, I think I put people in roles that they'll do well in. So by the time we get there, I haven't really, you know, I don't, usually I'm like, just, you know, just go for it and I'll give you notes. I'd rather see how they want to come in with it and then adjust from there. Yeah. Yeah. Rather than tell them what I want immediately. And I'd rather just know me in the middle because I want them also to make it their own and make it natural. And I obviously let people ad lib and change their lines. I like that sort of thing because I want it to be natural. Um, don't know where I'd go. Yeah, easy stuff um, turned out to be difficult sometimes because we'd get we'd get lost, and then hard stuff would turn would went surprisingly easy. Like the day I was really worried about our big shoot days and I tried to spread them out where we'd have a big set piece or we'd have a lot of extras. Yeah. Which is where I'm getting to. Um, Therefore. <laughs> yeah. I'd be really worried about that, mm. but that turned out well. Like the most difficult shot we had was the second Friday and you were there for a, where we got like 20 extras at the cinema and we were going to do our big sing-along rush. And my crazy idea was to do it at the one shot. Yeah. Do it a one-shot long take do it like Goodfellas. I wanted it to be like the Copacabana scene. That was the reference. And I was really worried it wasn't going to work. Just kind of like, oh, maybe we don't have enough people and maybe like, oh, it's just going to look weird or like, it'll look, it'll just, it'll be boring. It'll be too long. It'll be too short. And I was DMing that night and I happened to, we happened to have a thing along. I think it was Rocky yeah. Horror. Yeah, Rocky Horror. So Horror. while the crowd was going in, I filmed it on my phone. And like, I was like, this is how I want it to be, sort of. And I followed the crowd down into the, so it starts outside on a couple, um, and then it pans in, and then it goes along kiosk, and then down the stairs, down to the bar, and then finally to the door. And through that, you see where every sort of staff member, where they are and what they're dealing with. Yeah. And it's supposed to be like really chaotic <laughs> and all over the place. And And on the night, it was really fucking simple actually it just took practice yeah it just it was i showed that video to the my cinematographer ben and he was just like yeah we can do that i think let's just practice it let's just try it over and over again yeah. and but and then i and once we got them so we practiced just the movement and then we started introducing people bit by bit so we got the cast in and then first people we got in were you and julia and you <laughs> yeah. were my linchpin <laughs> like you were the people we were starting with and yeah. then we'd end up following. And that was the, it wasn't even the initial plan, but that would sort of Ben was like, that would be good if we leave him here and then we follow, we catch him back and then we take down the stairs. You know, it, it just looks better if we have you motivating that move. Yeah. And then you go to the bar and you ask where the screen is and, <laughs> and then we stay on the bar for a bit and then we come back around to the yeah. door. And it, and so you guys had that down and then I, I just started putting, people in their spots and i tried to make like little like scenes happening within it little jokes like john another john was there having a moment the pizza. with the pizza bar yeah. yeah daisy and her sister was there um natalie and julia and uh Ariane. ari was there yeah. um and they were talking about ice and asking for like all the wrong drinks yeah um and they were great um and yeah, you would come down on bar and like someone is bothering me about the toilet. Like all these yeah. like little things are happening throughout the scene. And so like when you see it, pay attention to that shot. There's a lot happening in that shot. Yeah. Um, 
And it turned out really well, that shot. I was so surprised it fucking worked. I felt so validated in that moment. But like, I didn't really have to tell anyone to do anything. Like, I just put them there. That's what I mean. Like, I just put them there and then I watched like the first or second try. And I was like, everybody is doing exactly what I would want them to do, which is like pretending to have conversations and, you know, playing to camera when the camera's there and then following behind you. And it was just like, it was just happening. And I guess that was the accomplishment with just putting all the right pieces there yeah at the right time i think it really helped too because you have a lot a lot of the people who were there um either you guys like who actually you know quote unquote worked at the the cinema were mm. like mostly people who work at the cinema uh barring yeah. barring uh the girl playing sophie on the door um, yeah, but and then, the girl playing late, uh, Caroline. Yeah, yeah, and Caroline, yeah. Um, but then there was uh, Ari and Natalie and Daisy. They all work at the cinema. They know what these sing-along crowds are like. And then, you know, I obviously kind of know, obviously, as well. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, and then there was other pieces of people who were just kind of specifically told to, like, stand there, talk, or to, like, mm-hmm. be here and, like, let something happen kind of like because there was things happening it was really funny because like uh yeah i got to experience two nights of the madness of phil um so i don't have anywhere near the sleep deprivation but i had a couple of uh a couple of all night uh experiences on this set and it was really fun but like yeah. The first one was just myself playing myself as there's like a character, basically. You were so great. I really enjoyed podcast. that night. That was one of my favorite nights. We did all <laughs> of the projection projection stuff. And obviously we did all of your scenes because you're right yeah. by projection. And that was really fun. And that was so weird. Like you tell me, I think I said it while we were shooting. It's like, it's really surreal, right? Yeah. Like, we're just, we're saying it, pretending to do what we normally do. Yeah. 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 You know, like we're sitting there doing a podcast, but there's suddenly a camera crew behind us. <laughs> and that's how I felt most scenes. I felt yeah. like, you know, cause that's how I wrote it. Obviously it's yeah. sort of just taking bits from my own life, but like, it'd be weird. I'd be having a conversation with Dusty in the scene and mm. I'm looking at her and this is like a normal thing I would do. But then I would turn over there and there's like five people stood along the wall with microphones yeah. and shit. Just yeah. like, waiting to see if you fuck up definitely i mean it's it's really funny because in real life i actually find it harder to do solo podcast stuff like if if i'm Mm. having to do like a solo intro for an episode where it's like you know the alex winter thing and i like i'm like oh well maybe it'll work better for this episode if i do a quick little intro to say hey how's it going this is a special episode um i struggle to record those uh, or anytime I've ever had to do a full episode by myself, I've always struggled. But if I'm with you, it's like fucking easy. It's like talking like this. But when we were doing the movie, it was the exact opposite where I am sitting here um, doing. There's like two scenes, roughly kind of me by myself, although there are like other people I'm dealing with in those scenes. But it's mainly just me talking to myself. Yeah, it's very brief. And those were so easy to do. But then as you soon as those. as soon as you came in <laughs> and I had to like pretend, you had to act. Act, actually talk to no, you. No, I know exactly talk. what you mean. And it was it was so weird it, and it was hard to do. And it was like harder. And I like I I it's funny because in retrospect, I'm almost like, oh man, like I wish I'd like could have like maybe um chilled out a little bit more, like and we could have like riffed a little bit more, maybe like 
for those scenes. I mean, it doesn't matter because mm-hmm. I know you're going to like sort of zoom out on that. And it, you know, because we're having this. Oh, at the end when we were just improv. Yeah, yeah. But it felt like, oh, that could have like maybe gone a little bit better if like I just not like, I don't know. I think it was always so really late. But it's just, yeah, you're just kind of worried. It's late like, or oh, early. Like, what? Like what? And something's not going to, yeah, and something's not going to roll like you want. But also, you, there's so much writing, like running against you. You mm. don't have the time to just sit back and figure it out. Yeah. Um, but no, I thought you were great. And I love how you you did play two different versions of yourself. And that was really <laughs> great to see. When yeah. you were by yourself, you know, in promo mode, you had the big radio voice. Yeah. And then, but with me, it was very chilled out, very calm. And I enjoyed that. And it was nice to see. And it was nice to feel that. And I think it sells that last scene. Like we have a big scene at the end. Yeah. Um, and the other bit is you playing against Peter, who, which is Paul yeah. in the movie. Shut up, Paul. I mean, I shouldn't, shouldn't say that, but <laughs> shut up, Paul. <laughs> and then um, you dealing with Dan. Yeah. Which must have been weird as well because the guy I caught oh, Dan looked exactly he like that. Looks so much like him, and when he came in, it was really weird. But it was like also <laughs> funny too because it was like the stuff that Dan does in the movie is like so like almost kind of opposite of what Dan would have done to me in real life. Like so, it made that yeah yeah he kind of mean yeah <laughs> like where Dan Dan in real life would never tell me to like yeah yeah fuck off like sort of you know <laughs> or he would never like walk through if if Dan like walked in on me recording a podcast he would do that weird oh and just like turn around and just like you know awkwardly go back into the projection booth so that made it really funny because like when he comes in he just looks so much like dan it was just like oh shit it's really bizarre um yeah that was funny and like you know it was a really good time we didn't uh we didn't surprisingly didn't really get the giggles i mean we were having fun but like we were, we never yeah, like no, we, broke we up or right. anything. We did we, all right. The only thing um, that really made me laugh was the fucking chair. Yeah. <laughs> you try to turn the chair. It's more yeah. difficult. Look, making a movie will ruin watching movies, right? Yeah. Because Or watching a show. Because you'll be watching things be like, I know how difficult that was. Because you had one bit where you just had to move a chair so I could sit in it. And because of the fucking layout of the room and where the camera was yeah. and eye lines and all that shit, it was like you had to like start here pretend to do it no you can't do it like that you're covering the shot and then i had to like we had to stop my shot and i had to like awkwardly jump over and then like start the next bit of the shot like just falling into the chair yeah if i sat down and it's like you just hope you've covered it in enough different ways that it won't look yeah yeah in the actual shot that's what would make him i mean it's pissing me off yeah but no it 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 was funny that was funny too because like I don't know anything about making movies really. Like, you know, I do this podcast, but I don't, <laughs> I didn't go, I didn't go to film school and I don't know any technical stuff. You know, how know. the was made. Um, yeah. So like being on the set and like having no idea really what the fuck I was doing and like being, you know, actually dude, the, like your crew was so sick. Like, you know, Sam was hilarious. He was keeping me entertained while everybody was set yeah, up. I love so it was really fun talking to him because he's like really young. And just a sweet, sweet boy who's just like, yeah, who, who wanted to talk about like weird movies because he's like, oh, I haven't seen all these fucking movies. I want to watch all these weird movies. Do you have any weird movie? Like he's looking at all of our movies up in the office and like, oh, is this good? Mm-hmm. And blah, blah, blah. So that was funny talking to him. And then Ben Roth, like, which really tripped me out because I didn't notice until oh, yeah. after the first had night. A crew of babies. <laughs> well, it was just weird because Ben Roth, like the cinematographer we we were sitting there like he he was talking to me and he was so nice and sweet and 
really fun to work with. And he was like talking about um, how he knew the podcast and stuff. And I didn't really think anything about it until oh, this is what you mean, I was man. on, I was like on Twitter and I saw Ben Roth liked this tweet or something. And I like looked at, I was like, Oh, that's fuck. That's Ben Roth. <laughs> like from the beginning of the podcast, Ben Roth has been like a supporter of the podcast, you know, early days yeah, and stuff yeah. with me and Ari. And um, I just didn't even, cause he does a sh- his own Put show, the DC together. TV show. So he's, he's yeah. got a, like a relatively successful little YouTube channel where he talks about like DC films and DC television shows. Mm. Um, I guess mostly and the he worked TV for stuff. disgusting film as well. Yeah. And it tripped me out. I was, and I had to talk to him about it the next night I was there for the big group scene that it, I was just like, mm. wow. So shout out Ben. I don't know if you would listen to this. Shout out Ben. It was really They'll cool. The other Ben was yeah. sweet as well. So it was a really cool like crew of people and they're all really nice and it made it really fun and easy to deal with and i felt like at times i think like um but maybe because i didn't know what i was doing but like i was watching where you guys and it made sense you know trying to find your eyelines i remember distinctly the chair thing um one of the things that we did to cheat it was like i i was like what if phil's just standing in front of the camera and he's just because it doesn't matter at that point you're supposed to be there anyway like you know you're yeah. in the doorway no one's like, if you're, this isn't going to make sense. Phil's supposed to be in the doorway, but I'm moving a chair, but it's such a small little box of a room that it makes no sense. Like it's so impossible. Mm. So I was like, Phil, just like, what if Phil's standing in front of the camera and just like comes mm. and sits down, like, and you could just cheat it that way. And uh, yeah. they were like, oh yeah. Like, so I think it just kind of, yeah, yeah, I think it just helped to have someone who's not been thinking about all these shots <laughs> for like days yeah. on end at four in the morning. So like just be that like, yeah, just stand in front of the camera and just walk in. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, and adding to your point, sorry, because I thought you were going to go on about like everybody on the crew being like youngsters. Oh, yeah. we, I remember we all talked about like every, like a bunch of the crew being born in like 2000 and we were like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like they were someone, so like, young. someone like Ben, who when I was on Twitter followed me and I'd like liked some stuff of mine. And so, like, I knew the name and I knew he was a member because I'd swapped tickets for him and stuff. So I'd, like, mm. already had all these interactions with him. And then he messaged me after I posted about the fundraising and he was just like, hey, if you need cinematographer, I would love to work on this nice. thing. And it just so happened that, yeah, I asked him, like, to see a showreel. And he, I mean, he's, like, fresh out of uni, but, like, he's worked on some good stuff and he had a good eye. And then, like, I spoke to him and I was, he was easy to talk to and like he had good taste in movies mm. and like he was a legit fan of the Prince Charles cinema. Like he talked about it so lovingly and knowledgeably. Yeah. And like most people on the crew were like that. Um, some people were traveling out, so they were, you know, they didn't completely, um, they weren't like regulars at the cinema, but they all knew about it. And yeah. that, I think carried us. Yeah, definitely. That sort of, when I was like lacking in it, I think everybody else had enough sort of energy and passion to go around of mm. like, we're making a movie at cinema. It's really fucking weird and it's really cool. And it's a new space for them mostly. You know, for me, I fucking live and breathe the cinema. I have for the last like four or five years. Mm. So it has no secrets, right? And that's sort of part of the theme of the film is that you think you know a place but it can still surprise you yeah. more. Absolutely. You know, yeah. You don't realize what it's giving you. Um, and that's a whole fucking metaphor for the movie, isn't it? Um, but 
yeah, like that really, I think kept it, kept it the flow. And like, you know, I can't judge the work anymore. I wrote it so long ago and I've rewritten <laughs> it so many times. Yeah. I don't think it's funny. You know, I've, I, I physically can't because I've read it so much. I know it so well. So when we're shooting a scene and like, we have to stop because the crew can't stop laughing or like the actors keep laughing that makes me, that made me feel good. And that, you know, also would reinvigorate my energy being like, okay, we are making something good. We had one moment with you where like, uh, I think it was when you were uh, improvising something like before one of the scenes, like the, how Avatar 2 is never going to happen. <laughs> yeah. That thing, you know, that stuff. Things I didn't into, like, tell you. Blade I was <laughs> yeah. yeah. I love all that stuff. Yeah. But I think, I think you said it was like, this is really dumb. And, you, and I was like, I don't know what this movie is. Cause like this bit dumb, but like I have like really weird, you know, I have some really wholesome bits. I have some really like dumb bits. I have really crude bits. I have like some toilet humor. No, yeah. I think I was talking about whether or not this would be a stoner movie. And I was like, yeah. I don't know because there's all these kinds of like comedy happening at the same time. There's slapstick scenes yeah. with people like falling over and shit. So yeah. like, I hope all that stuff works. I mean, I guess to sort of round it up, I've I've just come off a break. So we shot for three weeks. We got most of the stuff. I'm planning one more night of pickup shots. No dialogue, no big scene, just like montage stuff that like I didn't like cut away that I didn't have time to get while we were shooting. So I got one more night of that. But I took I gave myself like a week off and just get back into the routine, get back to sleeping normally, get back to working normally. Um, but now I have just started editing. Yeah. I've, so I'm like, I've got like three minutes of footage that I've <laughs> cut together. Um, so, but this will be my life for the foreseeable future yeah. for the summer. I'm hoping to finish it, you know, over the summer. But like so far, it's cutting together. So <laughs> it's, wor- it's working those the first rest three of it, minutes. Like the, yeah. yeah, those first three minutes fucking smashed it nice that's good to hear but yeah it was the the hell of experience i mean thank you for being on it oh yeah thank you it it made it so much easier to have people i'm comfortable with around um even i felt bad because i was when you like like you were there or like um anyone i knew like personally were there i felt like i was being quite short with them but like I couldn't just hang out it was like I had because I was just like setting up the show and I'm like okay you good to go yeah okay let's just and I jump <laughs> right into it and I was just like I felt a bit bad but like everybody rocked up and everybody did a great job and like it was for something that was such a horrible experience while we were doing it it was bittersweet to finish yeah because it was like oh man like I'm done and I'll probably never have an experience like that again like I think this is the last time I think I could get away with it in terms of age. I think I'm like, I'm just young enough to pull off a three week all night, you know, yeah. three weeks of night shoot. I think in a couple of years, I'll be like, I'm too old for this. I can't do it. I need break. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, I'm just young enough and just crazy enough to move to Snow and make a movie. Yeah. So like that was the feeling of like, it was like the end of something, but not the beginning of hopefully the beginning of something. I'm trying to sound optimistic at the time. I was very, you know, like, I would um difficult to be to be around during the shoot. No, uh, I mean, I think like it it's understandable like, you know, you put a lot of pressure on yourself and stuff to like 
is your fucking baby. You know, you, like you said, you've been working on it for so long and, you know, like just wanting it to come out right and stuff. And you have to put your trust into a lot of different people and stuff to hope that it comes out. Right. And luckily like you did, like we've said, you had a great crew and the cast and stuff were all really great as well. So it was really fun. Mm -hmm. People that you could trust, like your brother, you know, being there and, you know, Mm -hmm. Dusty and, uh, you know, lots of the staff, like, you know, Sergio and Rob and like, yeah, yeah so it's a, yeah, a good Rob crew. Came down. really good crew yeah. of people. Um, so yeah, it, it was fun. And I, I was like, you know, it was funny. Cause like, I didn't, exp- you talked about the, the long shot, me being an anchor, this Copa Cabana style, like Goodfellas long shot scene. And I didn't even expect that because like, you know, I was, I was coming in, I was like, all right, I've already done my shot and I knew you were going to put me behind a mask. So no one could see my face for that shot because, um, because like I've already been in the film. So I, and it's not yeah. supposed to be me. So I, I dressed sort of like, I mean, it's my clothes, but like sort of made it myself look slightly different and nicer looking so that like, I look like a sing-along customer and you threw a mask on me really yeah. bizarre. You guys have to like, wait until you see this fucking scene it's so funny now you know the secret it's so funny but like you know i didn't expect to be an anchor i thought like um i thought we like would just be in the background somewhere i was like i've already done my hard work so and i didn't know what you guys were planning and um you like called me and julia like to like go be this like you know the anchor point of the scene and it just tripped me out so that was really funny and uh Mm. that that was like hilarious to do that scene it was um, quite a few takes of it because like trying we to get did, it like, right. like seven or eight takes. Yeah. yeah. Trying to get it right. And a lot of it was my, my and Julia's like needing to be like on time. And it was mainly like these funny conversations with Ben, just trying to make yeah. sure we were like gelling at the same time and like walking at the right speed to go to dusty and then go down the stairs um, and they were following us and stuff. And there was like one of the, like, you guys don't even know how hard it was to see out of that fucking mask that I had on. <laughs> oh, it was yeah. so horrible. Cause you had glasses on. Underneath. I had my glasses on underneath. <laughs> I stupidly, yeah. I just like stupidly didn't wear contacts that night, but even so it still would have been horrible. And, yeah. uh, <laughs> I, it, the slits were so small and I'm supposed to be walking down the stairs and that was terrifying. Um, oh yeah. With drinks. Yeah. With drinks. <laughs> Um, and I, one of the shots I ran into the, like, I think it was the second take. I ran into Ben, like I ran into the yeah, camera, yeah, yeah. like <laughs> we had to reset immediately. Cause it was like, we were about to go down the stairs and I feel myself bump into something. And I turned around. It's just Ben. I was like, Oh dude, shit. And then, uh, like there was, there was like a, I think the shot that might go in the film was one of the scariest takes because Julia had been on one side of me. The, the whole mm. time and then she switched sides um one of the times yeah, yeah, randomly, yeah. and we yeah. started to go down the stairs and like she was on the other side of me and she had kind of been helping me go down the stairs and like <laughs> she like because she was on the, the different side my balance was thrown off and like i couldn't see and i literally felt like i was about to fall down the stairs and i kind of caught myself and i don't know yeah anyway that was I know hilarious. the shot you're, me- you're talking about, and it might be the one I used. Yeah, because because I'm- she moved, you get a really nice shot of you two as you come down. Yeah, there, like because of that. <laughs> yeah. No, like yeah. and I needed, you know, 
like I, you know, I knew I would do YouTube because I needed people who I like trusted and like who looked good on camera. Yeah, and I, you know, it was good to have you there because we had, you know, even Julie was dressed up and you yeah. had the mark, and it was just fun. <laughs> it was just a yeah. really fun, really weird fun. experience, and it's something that's like not really spoken out loud in the film. Yeah, you don't know, but you kind of you pick up on what's happening. Yeah, on you know what film it is and everything. Yeah. So, I hope people roll with it. That was really funny too, because like, I think the more times I was doing the scenes where I would go to the bar, I got more and more aggressive, like with how I would like br- brush through people, like just really, yeah, amp- I think that I, made it better. By the end, it was just really funny. I was just plowing through and there was this one girl that was there and I totally forgot her name and I feel really bad because I think I was, I had tried to keep her he- her name in my head because, um, I wanted to shout her out on the podcast. She's a listener of the podcast. And I assuming somehow she, did she like donate to, um, yeah, I can tell you her name. Yeah. Hold on. Um, for really which, bad. what did, what did the one with the, with the partner? Oh uh, no, she was, the boyfriend she was the one behind her. solo, uh, at the bar. Um, no, wait, wait, I can show you. Yeah. I can wait. I can find it. Cause I have a list of everybody here. Um, it, Laura, Laura, yeah, I think that might be it, yeah. Laura, could the other woman with Aaron, and she was there with her boyfriend, Dan. Okay, yeah, this is... I think think it was Laura. Yeah, Laura. So, shout out to Laura, because Laura was... And this is funny, and this is kind of rounding back to the very beginning of this episode where I was talking about there was a funny thing that happened, (laughs) like, when it comes to people recognizing me on the podcast. So, Laura was there in in the um, bar queue, and I kept brushing past her, and I was just like, a couple of times, like, especially towards the end, it was just like more and more aggressive. And I kept apologizing because she came in and she was sit behind me and Julia and we got to talking to her a little bit and we were just kind of laughing about it. And we started because there was like time where we're waiting for you guys to set up again or whatever, or look at the shot and just figure out if you need to do another take. So we were just talking a little mm-hmm. bit and she was like, oh, yeah, I love the podcast. So, you know, it's just like, you know, listen to Phil on the podcast. So this is like, you know, really funny to be a part of this. And, um, you know, it's like you know, meeting someone famous when you get to like, you know, you listen to a podcast and blah, blah, blah. And she's like talking, telling that to me. <laughs> and it was really funny that she like, didn't know that I was Jonathan, that I was like the, the other fucking person of the podcast. <laughs> and it really tripped me out. Cause like, I was just like, I was like, really? oh, great. Like, I was like, great. Like, you know, thanks so much. You for sure listening. she wasn't talking about you? <laughs> no, no, no. She was clearly talking about you. She was like saying Phil and stuff. And it was really oh. cool to be a part of this movie. And it like really tripped me out. Cause I was like, cause I didn't click that she, I thought at first when she was talking to me that she knew that I was on the podcast too. <laughs> and I was talking to her and then I was just like, I was like, oh, thanks so much for listening. And like, I, whatever I said or something must have made her click and go, wait, are you like <laughs> the other guy? And I was like, yeah. No. And it was so, it was so like, I was just like, oh, this, I'm, I'm embarrassed for myself. No one knows me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have put myself out there hilarious. a little bit more than you recently. Yeah. So it was so funny. That's man. funny. That's funny. Yeah. So, yeah, no one knows me. <laughs> no one cares. <laughs> now. No, but thank you so much to Laura and uh, any other listeners if they somehow ended up being extras. like Because I didn't get to meet everybody. There was a couple yeah, of people. I, I think know. that helped. There was some crossover. Yeah. 
definitely, obviously, the fans of the cinema. There were people that know me. They were fucking just strangers. And there were people fucking listen to the podcast who donated and then were in it. And it's just... It, I've, like, I'm not, you know, like, you know, emotionally, like, equipped to deal with it, really. Like, it should, it, you know, but I know it means a lot to me mm. that all this stuff is happening, that all these people come out and supported this thing we made. Because it's all pushing on each other. It's all one thing. And it feels so natural because of that. Like, these people that influence me, that inspire me just by being, you know, customers or, like, um, you know, listening to us on the show and, or like, you know, talking with you every week or like the people at the cinema, all these people like made that script possible. Mm. And then they're like in a movie, like it, like it actually happened. It actually got made. Well, it actually got filmed. I don't know if it, the rest of it needs to be made. <laughs> um, and then they're there and like, and now I'm standing in front of a group of people and I'm like just faking it. You know, I'm like pretending that I know what I'm doing because I've been bullshitting up until this point. And I'm hoping that they just keep following me i'm taking a risk right and like oh they're taking a risk too and it that was that was cool that was the most exciting bit like just throwing yourself in and like just seeing what happened and that so many people were willing to do that with me was just it made the whole thing yeah better just the whole thing possible i get like i don't have enough words to talk about the experience it's so strange <laughs> it's a weird you know it's a weird experience yeah um not one i'll fucking ever forget and it you know i just hope it turns out good oh and, man you know i'll try I, and share as much cool. as i can and like as, as i go on obviously i mean you you shared some cool bts shots online and that would that's cool um again it's weird because i'm not online so like it's you know, like people, it, it's out there. People are like, oh, the film looks good. And I'm like, oh, how, how did you know? And they're like, oh, I saw it on Instagram. I saw it on Twitter. I'm like, that's really cool that everybody gets to see it and it doesn't feel so insular, right? Yeah. It's like when someone is like, oh, I'm a fan of the podcast. And it's like, oh, good. So we're not just fucking yelling into the void. People yeah. do listen to us. And I'm happy about that. And that's, yeah, it's a weird, I think what I was originally going to say, it's weird because the podcast made its way into the film yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah. In a weird way, in a, on a weird level, because it's like not quite what we do here. Um, That's how Laura discovered that I was on the podcast. Is that what you said? Because I was, we were talking about the film, and I was like, "Oh, I've already like done some stuff. That's why I'm under this mask." And she was like, "Oh, what did you?" I think she, we were talking about it, and I said, "Oh yeah, because like the podcast is in the film, so like I was, you know, doing shots where I'm." playing kind of myself on the podcast and then Phil comes and it's sort of like him joining the podcast and stuff. And like, and she was like, Oh, are you? On the podcast? <laughs> it was so like, yeah, that's the only thing I, I, uh, when I say these things and stuff, cause just kind of like what you said, it's really nice when people like to know that you're not screaming into the void or whatever. It's like, that's mm. the only time where I don't really care. I don't, I don't need, I don't need, I don't like, I literally don't need, you know, um, people to like 
give me an applause for like doing stuff, you know, but it does mm. feel nice when you get it sometimes. And especially when it's like things you put a lot of time and effort into. And I think that's the same with you and making this film and mm. stuff. It was like, I was really proud of you to see you up there. It was times when you were like speaking um, on both days. I think the first day that I was there with you, I'm, I said something just kind of like met, like picking at you. It's almost like, you know, that um, scene from that thing you do where the guy's like talking. He's like, like, yeah, shut up, Kev. Fuck you, Kev. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like I, I kind of was yeah. doing that to you, but like I, I knew Eat my the, the second time you were, um, the second time I was there and you were doing your big sort of like, I was so proud you were like, you know, just opening up so much to everybody there. And you were so thankful for how you accomplished that crazy shot that you'd come up with in your head and stuff. And it was really yeah. sweet. And I was really proud. I remember really coming so, down. Like I, yeah, man, show. I'm, I'm super proud of you and I'm happy that you, Thank you got to do this. And, uh, it's inspiring to me to like, for me to like do something. I don't know. Like I want to do more and feel like I'm exploring creative avenues rather than just like, I don't know, just be a worker bee, which is, there's nothing wrong with that. But, you know, at times you want to do like creative stuff and you've got a creative mind and like, you yeah, of course. Yeah. That. You have a lot to give. Yeah. I appreciate, I appreciate that sentiment. I've heard that a lot from people who have heard about the film and like that, the all I ever want to hear and mm-hmm. like, just like, if just the idea of, fucking some guy making a movie i could fucking make something yeah yeah, yeah. Yes, please go yeah. make things because i want to see that stuff and i want to hear that stuff. yeah and put me in your film because i i want to i want to act more that was fun <laughs> yeah know, did you enjoy yeah, it i didn't know like i'm still planning i'm yeah. still planning it because you said it once and i'm like i'll definitely write that for you one day um like your dream was to play like a Sasquatch type yeah actor. yeah I'm definitely gonna fucking. You know, you know, I'm gonna write that. I'm gonna <laughs> write like a cool, like schlocky B movie. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna put you in it. I almost, I almost want it like you to put in a scene of you randomly just having a nightmare and let me be a monster in this film for no reason, just to have me be a monster in your film. <laughs> there, yeah, there is a bit where someone is. I mean, there's multiple scenes, obviously, of Usher like watching movies. Yeah, maybe we could film something. <laughs> Or so like something like really asleep. shit yeah yeah like just like watching something and it can cut to like a big you know like like that big foot like found footage thing oh yeah yeah it yeah, could yeah. be oh. like you you could be like fucking smashing my head in like and then it's a shot like a melon yeah oh man i think about it yeah no it, it made me want to be part of stuff as well like you know i don't know like i don't think i can be a director and I feel like I could probably write some bullshit if I wanted to, but definitely being on camera is fun. Like performing is fun for me. I love that side of things. So that was really cool. And I feel like there's probably less pressure. You just sit there and until you're told to do something, which was like easy. <laughs> That's easy for me. Like, I don't yeah, like, you know, I, it's like, yeah, whatever. I enjoyed those bits of it. Yeah. yeah. It's like, I don't need to like know what you guys are doing as long as I'm doing what you tell me to do. So it's cool. <laughs> Yeah. Although it's frustrating, yeah. right? Because then it, it turns into a lot of like, no, don't move that much. Yeah. No, like, your, your no, head, be no, careful your, with your, your hand. Head, your, your head. head your no, head, you would turn head, that way. No, don't. Yeah. Your head. yeah. There was a lot of that. That was funny. And we, and yeah, and like, uh, you know, I was like adding like flourishes to your shot because we like, we, we meet, like, revisit you a few times in the film. And yeah. I didn't want to just always cut into you just sat there. So like, we like would move, we would like pan 
you know, into fight, we find you at the computer, we pan down to find you, yeah. we'd use the slide with the camera would slide on, but like, then that would be like, okay. And then, you know, you have to move back at this time and just to get <laughs> yeah. it, it becomes all these like little technical things. You don't realize how much. Yeah. On top of trying to, it, for it to just lines. look normal. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. there's the line and that's usually, I mean, I tried to learn my lines beforehand before the, we were shooting. I only managed to do about half of them. And then it just had to be sort of on the day as and when, but there were still multiple scenes where I was like, what am I saying? Cause I'm not thinking yeah. about me. And yeah. like, I, hopefully that helped my performance. I feel like, cause you know, obviously I'm acting in it and like <laughs> the way I thought about it was like, I think the first week I was overacting because I know I can't act. So I was really trying to play it up. And then the second week I knew I was overacting. So I, deliberately underperformed <laughs> yeah. the line and then i don't know about the third week i yeah. hope it met with somewhere in the middle but that would yeah that would like by the time it got to me i'd be like oh okay what's my line and i'd have to like quickly <laughs> yeah. run through them and then i would just sort of say it without really giving that putting that much into it and i'm thinking hopefully that made the performance better yeah because it just it's just like i'm not even like i haven't memorized it and it's just coming out um but hopefully it's funny it was fun like those bits are fun i would i enjoyed those bits if i didn't have so much to do around them as well because i'm so worried about i'm not worried i mean i'm thinking about what the other person's doing what the shot's looking like where it's gonna go and what needs to happen now for this to happen later so i'm not even thinking about like this is fun like but a few times i call myself like actually being in the scene and i could play around with it i could improvise with it i could do it different ways and that was fun. That's a really fun thing to be um, just because you've done it all, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything's set up. Now you just get to play it. Just like live in it. Yeah. Uh, it's turned it. my, and you get to make it real. Yeah, it's turned my brain a little bit more into like when I'm watching things with like good actors and stuff. Like, you know, I've been watching Better Call Saul and stuff and just watching these scenes of them feeling so fucking natural in these, you know, moments when they're just like talking to each other. And I was just like, that's been playing on me a little bit. Cause I had that one scene where I'm really just talking to you and it's just like, Oh man, like, you, you know, when you get so good and natural at acting and stuff and you're just like where you can just live in that moment, like that must feel so good. Like <laughs> you know, just turn it on <laughs> and you just like, you're ready to go. But yeah. It's a uh, pipe dreams, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, well, ladies and gentlemen, you've listened to us long enough. That actually went way longer than we expected. Um, but Phil and I, like, you know, thank you so much if you're, uh, you know, stuck around waiting for us to come back. Um, and if you are somehow new randomly for this one episode, this isn't normally what we do on this podcast. Um, but yeah, again, <laughs> apologies to everyone for the long break. But as you can see, we had a lot going on and it's been nice to do this little catch up episode and uh, say hello to all you guys. From next week, we'll get back into our originally planned program that we had mentioned back on the Star Wars episode where we're going to be talking about, what is it, Phil? A couple of uh, famous, you know, what is it, nepotism? Are we talking about nepotism? The, nepot- <laughs> the nepotism season. Yeah, it's the nepotism season. Um, it's the children of men. Nepotism. Uh, so men, 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 men,
Ladies and gentlemen, stay tuned for that. Uh, thank you so much for listening as always. And if you'd like to follow us, at, it's at the PCC podcast on Twitter and Instagram, or you can pop us an email, podcast at princeroylcinema.com. If you want to check out our website with all the other stuff, breadcrumbscollective.com. Um, fucking Petros is killing it over there for Caged In. Um, I like, like, seriously felt really jealous of how much cool shit he's been doing on his podcast lately and how we've had this like really long break and it kind of made me feel like (laughs) kind of depressed because like there was nothing going on and he's but we made a movie during that break yeah that's true that's true that's true well you made it just i was just kind of in it (laughs) (laughs) we made a movie so um yeah anyway shout out to petros he's doing some badass stuff over there and uh yeah just stay tuned i mean arianne's in town in london i'm gonna try to like sort out some stuff i know i've been saying for ages to get back to doing a little bit of franchise maybe we'll have her on the patrol cinecast as a bonus episode and uh yeah i mean phil freaked in a cage like we we don't have our freak in a cage yet yeah how is that going I, well, I go away for three you weeks know, and what? No freaking no a cage? Freaking what a cage. What's going on, guys? So yeah, patreon.com forward slash the PCC podcast, buy a freaking cage, or just support the podcast and get some early access to these episodes or bonus episodes if you support for $5 or more a month. Um, and uh, we'll hopefully have a good little bonus episode coming your way this month as well, uh, including maybe something with Ariane down the pipeline. Um, anyway, as always, we love you guys. You can find me at tall for all T A L L the number four A L L on Twitter and Instagram. And Phil is. You can find me either at the cinema yeah. or at home editing. He's still far That'll away. Be... Sad guys. He's just not on Twitter. Yeah, just in real anymore. life. Just in real life. I'm just. <laughs> I'm just far away. Sad. Yeah. In real life, that line. There's a line in the. Because you read the script, I, yeah. I think I think you you probably read it if it wasn't cut out already. It's not a line of dialogue; it's just a line of action. So it's just a reference if you're reading the script. But there's a bit where, like, because every scene with Phil ends with him just looking, you know, vaguely upset, <laughs> you know, l- looking all distant. Yeah. And one of them, I just said, Phil is like sat behind bar, looking far away and sad. <laughs> yeah. and I'm, and like that's just a reference to like anyone who knew that moniker yeah. that I had it for so long. Far away um, sad. But yeah, far away sad in real life, and no longer on Twitter. At home, no longer on Twitter. <laughs> uh, just sitting behind a computer, um, editing, trying yeah. to put a movie together. And then, I mean, I'll 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 give updates yeah. on the on the podcast, and I'll um if anyone's listening who's a backer, I'm gonna try and get. I should have done it while we were shooting, but like. I'll send a big like email just to obviously be like, we did it. We shot it. Yeah, it you know, did your happen. Money actually guys. went to something. Yeah, it did it actually happen. happen. We can vouch for it. And like so, all the um, it wasn't the, like, like some perk. con scheme, like no. you know, some con artist. All the perks, all the perks will be coming up in like the, the next year with yeah. like the thank you packages and the posters and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, I'll keep everybody updated. But yeah, just that's where I've been for a month. Just stop yelling at Jonathan. It's not his fault. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, apparently, I'm not. I'm. I have nothing to do with this. You're podcast. not. He's not on the podcast. podcast. I don't even know why you've been talking to him. Yeah, leave me alone, <laughs> you're, dude. Dude, you're gonna. You're gonna start getting it. You come yeah. to the cinema once a week. Once a week, you, up you in my office, upstairs. behind the kiosk. Yeah. You have such a like a distinct voice. I don't know how like anyone couldn't think who can be like you sound like are you, sh- are you on the podcast like i feel like i have a pretty like nondescript 
voice or like look. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it will happen for you. Don't worry. It will happen for it'll me. Happen. It will happen for me. It's only been three years. It will happen. <laughs> <laughs> we actually did. We miss our like third year anniversary as well while we were away. We did so happy did three years fuck? to the podcast. <laughs> happy birthday! Yeah, it kind of happened like that last week of. Uh, I wasn't here for the beginning. Yeah. I don't care. So <laughs> I, I think actually we could have talked about it. I think on the May the fourth episode. Um, with the Star Wars, but I completely forgot that it was kind of around that time. So yeah. Anyway, um, yeah. Happy birthday to the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> this podcast is presented by the Breadcrumbs Collective, home of the Pod Charles Cinecast, Caged In Coppola Connections, A Drip Town Limery Maine, Franchised, and many more to come. Our shows are all presented ad-free and made possible by listeners like you. Please support our shows by subscribing, leaving ratings and reviews, and becoming patrons at patreon.com. If you'd like to learn more about Breadcrumbs, head over to breadcrumbscollective.com. Breadcrumbs. It's more than a podcast network. It's family.